episode of what's up with dj my name is dj each week i bring you topics about current events career development finance holistic living life hacks and stories of inspiration and humor so be sure to subscribe like comment and review the show on apple podcast and thank you to all the individuals who are supporting the show thank you so much i really appreciate it and I want you to know that your comments and your opinions are always appreciated and encouraged. So with all that being said, let's get right into the show. My guest this week is Jordan D. Stafford. Jordan is a 20-year-old actor based out of Kansas City. His resume includes commercials such as Microsoft and Zip Recruiter. You can also see him in the latest Planet Fitness commercial. Jordan says, I never saw myself coming into this industry. I was always a shy individual. I always stayed to myself. But instead of pursuing a career in politics, he decided to enter a career that makes him happy. And he says that is acting. The teacher called so your grades are slipping. Things haven't stopped changing, and I don't know how to make it better. And it's hard to focus. I got school, homework, college to worry about. I don't even have time to see my friends. Hi, guys. I missed you. All I do is go back and forth between mom and dad, and nowhere feels like home. Hey, get my headquarters. Okay, okay. Everyone is expecting something from me, and I don't know how to do it all. I miss how it used to be. I miss being a kid. Sometimes, I get so upset, I can't breathe. So welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you for having me, DJ. I really appreciate being, I really um, am happy, excited to be here. Yes, and and we had to reschedule a few times because you've been so busy. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, three times we had to reschedule, and I again I apologize. For that. No, no need to apologize. One thing that I like to hear is an actor who's you know who's getting booked. That's 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 a positive thing. So every time we reschedule because you had some uh, a job, you know, I'm like that's good. So not a bad thing at all. It's a phenomenal feeling to keep getting booked. Um, 
project after project. It's it's a good feeling. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, man. And so what made you want to become an actor? It's such a competitive, you know, a competitive um, line of work. And so, you know, did you think about that when you first, you know, started deciding, you know, is this something that you um, wanted to do? When I first started acting, I really didn't think about the, uh, how competitive it was. I was just ready to jump into it. Mm -hmm. uh, what made me <clears throat> interested in acting was um, I saw this movie called uh, Ready or Not. And it's about this uh, bride who gets, she gets married into the family and they have to play a game um, in order for, like, she has to play hide and go seek. And if she survives the entire night, the whole family dies. But if the family finds her and kills her, the family survives. Wow. And so, yeah, it's an, it's an interesting movie. And so um, just seeing how her character develops throughout the uh, movie, and mm -hmm. just seeing everybody in action. Um, it was just a really, it was a creative movie. The, the right, whoever wrote that movie, whoever came up with the movie was really creative in writing it. And so I was like, I think I want to be an actor. Um, mm. I play all these crazy roles. I want to be a part of something. I want to be a part of a good project like this. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's what really inspired me to become an actor. Was yeah. Watching. Yeah, I I've seen this movie that I that has inspired have inspired me to you know to you know like this this sounds like fun oh that looks like fun you know I never pursued it you know but I always um, thought it would be like a a great thing to to be in a movie or to to act I'm so bad as you as you listen to my intro which I will record over again my intro. I'm so bad at at reading, um, you know, memorizing, memorizing words. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I mean, that's the thing that always sort of gets me is like you have to memorize all these words. Yeah. So what yeah. is that like? That part is kind of hard for me because I I I suffer from dyslexia. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, me and too. It, it's hard to read a script especially when I'm doing a table read with other people and reading off the spot like that in front of like reading in front of a lot of people and being dyslexic it's kind of nerve-wracking it's also embarrassing to mess up on words like that and mm -hmm. uh, and on top of the nervousness like you start your heart rates rise <laughs> and stuff yeah. and you're everybody watching you and so uh yeah memorizing pages on stuff stuff like that with on top of being dyslexic it is very hard sometimes on me um i've gotten better through, um with doing i mean i've been an actor for two years now but uh throughout these two years is reading things after one thing after another it's getting pretty easier um mm -hmm. i think dyslexicness is um kind of slowing down i mean i still have it but yeah I'm it doesn't go away just one thing yeah. that i i learned you know because i'm you know dyslexic too and i was diagnosed in the second grade mm. and um which was good because at least you know you know you, you they did nothing about it but but i did know and then as i got older i began to you know read books about it and discover um different ways to sort of counterbalance it yeah and even though I wasn't a fast reader in school, if I could, if I had to read it maybe two or three times before I really like knew it, knew it, right? We could Me retain too. it, Me but too. I knew it better than everybody else. I could uh, pinpoint things in a story that that person could read three times faster than me, 
would not get out of that, get out of that story. So mm-hmm. there are benefits to it that I could see it definitely benefiting you because once you got the words right, there's a, le- there's a level of depth that you will be able to capture that I think the person who could read it a couple of times and, and get it won't won't get it, won't get it. Yeah, because I know back in school, um, when I was in middle school, elementary school, high school, it was always a game of who can read the fastest and right. who can run with their paragraph the fastest. And so, uh, yeah, they really didn't, I guess, pay attention to what the paragraph was saying. They just wanted to get done with it and read it fast. Right. But, yeah, that they were not retaining the information as somebody like you and me who is um, dyslexic and uh we actually retain the information because we got to read it over and over again. Yeah, you got to read it over and over again. But to me, reading it over and over again um, would always give me a, a, a deeper understanding of it. And the other thing will always like get me upset when I would see like I'll be one of the last people who would finish, you know, a test and you see all the other <laughs> kids getting up and, and turning their work in like, ah, you know, yeah. and I would have to tell myself, no, stop, read it through one more time. Because, you know, you have to, because the words, you know, do all kinds of crazy things, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just part, part of being dyslexic. And the, the pressure is real. I, um, I graduated high school two, um, two years ago, 2019. Wow, it's been almost two years. I, I feel like I'm getting old. <laughs> You're getting old. <laughs> but for taking tests and stuff, um, we would always have to wait to get on our phones until the last person taking the test was finished. And so, I, yeah, being the last person to take the test, you can feel all those eyes watching you. Like, Please hurry up, Jordan, get done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not fun sometimes. Yeah. I can imagine, man, we didn't have cell phones when I was in high school. I mean, I'm, I'm 44, so I didn't graduate until 96. So, uh, so we think so. I'm, I, can, I can imagine the added pressure, you know, when everyone sort of like want to get on their phone, yeah, want to get on Facebook and Instagram, and you seem like I got to wait for this guy to finish his test before I can check out check my my feed. <laughs> so I can definitely understand the pressure of that. I didn't even think about that, you know. Yeah. So, what as a as an actor, I know you meet all kinds of interesting people. And so what kind of people have, what, who have you met? Like, have you had a chance to meet people that you sort of idolize or people that you really would love to work with? Yeah. So, um, I've met two celebrities. Uh, one was a celebrity I used to watch on Nickelodeon. Her name is, uh, Tanya Chisholm. And I have a graph, uh, I have a picture of me and her. Um, oh, wow. I, and so, uh, we met at an actress convention, um, she was just teaching people how to get in the game and how to uh, be- become a successful actor. So I was able to meet her um, here in Kansas City. We were at down in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, in the Plaza area, and we were at the Intercontinental um, Hotel. And so uh, I met her there. She's a super sweet person, super nice. Um, mm-hmm. She gave some really good advice to me on how to break into the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, another person that um, I didn't meet at any actors' convention. It was just a lucky coincidence um i was just at the gym and uh i keep looking at this guy he was like that guy looks so familiar where have i seen him so i just keep mm-hmm. doing my thing and everything and i just keep staring at him and i i think he know he starts to notice that i'm staring at him so he just kind of like gives me this weird look while he's lifting weights too <laughs> mm-hmm. and so um 
I stop staring for a while and I just go about my business. And then when I'm done working out, I walk up to him and I say, you look very familiar. Um, do you play on, um, there's a show called Young Rock about the story of Dwayne The Rock Johnson when he was, oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, he was like, and um, the actor was uh, Joseph Lee Anderson. And so um, I think he plays um, his dad. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the show to know, but I, I've seen like ads and stuff about it. And I've seen him mm-hmm. like out of the ads. So I haven't like seen the show yet, mm-hmm. but uh, he plays his dad on um, Young Rock. And yeah, I, met, I was able to meet Joseph Lee Anderson, um, one of the stars of Young Rock. And I also sent in, uh, have a picture that I sent into you um, uh, with me and him just working out together. <laughs> oh, cool, man. Yeah, you just send me those pictures. I can put them up on the and doing the, the YouTube version of the podcast. Okay. Yeah, that's cool, man. And, you know, and the advice you said that the actress, what was the name again? The one that you said was on Nickelodeon? Tanya Chisholm. What was the advice that she gave you? She was just saying, uh, you know, in this industry, you got to have tough skin and what you really do because uh, mm-hmm. you're going to get a lot. Um, another piece of advice that she gave me is um, <clears throat> always bring your um, your audition stuff with you, no matter where you're traveling, because uh, you could just get an audition out of the spot like that. Mm-hmm. And first I was like, I don't feel like bringing all my audition gear with me whenever I travel. And I did that one time and I messed up because I got some auditions when I was <laughs> crap. I don't have my audition stuff. But that, that's another good audition. Uh, so up. what's the audition stuff that you need to bring with you? So it's um, lights, light rings, backup lights, um, lights just to make sure you have good lighting, phone mm-hmm. stand to hold the phone. Um, oh, so just so say you're on, you're traveling and someone gives you a call and say, hey, you need to meet with this director or a producer yeah. and they want to see you on zoom or something then mm-hmm. you need to have all those things to make sure that you know they can actually see you well yeah yeah and you got um microphone all your all your equipment you got to have that with you because um direct casting directors usually don't like when somebody's just holding their phone is all selfie but they can see all the time and uh. they can't. camera quality is not good so when you're auditioning that's a huge um factor if your stuff is not good and where it's not supposed to be with okay lighting and microphone and stuff like that got you okay so you definitely need to bring all your gear and because you never know when um a casting director is going to give you a phone call and say hey uh at five o'clock <laughs> i want you on this call and i want to see your face <laughs> so yeah you need yeah. to have a okay. I I never thought of that before. Oh, cool, man. That's that's definitely something to think about in terms of you know every time you're traveling, you you definitely gotta you know you always gonna have uh you know I want to say a carry on, but you probably when I was gonna have to have that that bag that you gotta bring along with you. Yeah. That you know. So yeah, yeah, man. Definitely. Um, she also there is one more piece of advice that I uh, really cherish is she said never stop working on your craft of acting mm-hmm. so uh she said even she's she still takes acting classes there's a lot of celebrities out there who still work on the craft of act, acting mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. so much that to develop with a character like um every day me and you everybody we still learn new things we still discover new things about ourselves we we never stop developing until the day we die and right. so she think the same way as a character 
always try to develop a character, always try to develop yourself as an actor and never stop learning acting because there's no limit to acting. Yeah, you know, that's a, a great spiritual lesson. And I try to tell people that all the time and I'm a coach and um, a career coach and I have clients who are, you know, mature in age and um and they the number one thing they always say is you know I'm, I'm at an age where i feel like i'm not you know i'm not in a place to learn anything new and i'm always saying to them you know regardless of your age you always need to be learning need to be learning something new exactly. you know you learn be, be willing to be open to learn something new um to your very last breath you know yeah and, you know, we, we're going to be learning something regardless, but I mean, be open to it, I think is the, the key, you know, be willing to, to, I think it's one of the keys to having a long life is being willing to learn something new. Yes, so definitely. One thing that you just did mention was about rejection. Um, so how do you process that because sometimes i'm not always good with rejection myself and 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 you know it's going to happen regardless of what career you decide to take yeah um, but something that's so competitive as you know the bit this industry that you're in how do you process that when it happens so um me personally i i take rejection rather well um oh, wow it's good i let it bother me too much because Ever since I was uh, born, actually, I've been rejected. Um, I was born February 16, 2001. I was born a month early. Um, I'm a premature child, and so my father wasn't in my life. He didn't want me. And so that was my first rejection. from somebody. Wow. Wow. And so throughout my life, um, I was always short. I'm 5'3", so I've always been a short guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, people always rejected me because, like, oh, he, like, um, preschool, elementary school kids didn't want to hang out with me because I was a short fat kid oh, and wow. so bullied a lot I right? would never imagine you being fat <laughs> yeah I, I was I was fat it wasn't until I got into graduated high school when I was like you know what I got I got to get my weight together and so that's when I lost all the weight but uh yeah ever since elementary school I've always been rejected by people and so now being an adult I'm like when somebody rejects me I'm like okay it's cool <laughs> yeah um, yeah, like I'm still here. I'm still in one piece. I'm still breathing. Yeah. So um, now my first rejection from the acting industry, um, well, not acting industry, the, I guess, entertainment industry, I mm -hmm. guess, fall under entertainment. Well, I, I was a, um, signed, I was trying to become a model instead of an actor. And um, when I sent all my pictures, my modeling pictures to this one agency here in Kansas City, they emailed me back and said, oh, uh, we don't think you'll be a good fit for our modeling agency because you're too short. So uh, wow, they put all of that in it. Wow. Yeah. Really Pacific. Yeah. Very. And um, yeah, they said you're too short. And unless you have um, a major growth spurt, then you will never be a model. And so I was like, Whoa, that wow. Wow. <laughs> I was like, ouch, that hurt, but I didn't let and so I was like, you know what? And this is another reason why I went to acting. Um, I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just try acting. There's a lot of short actors out there. Mm -hmm. And so that's another what? That's another thing. Uh, going back to your first question, that's another thing that inspired me to become an actor. But uh, yeah, I and because uh, you said, well, I'm assuming that the reason why you're saying that is 
because actors are, I mean, a lot of actors in Hollywood are are short. Like, you know, like Tom Cruise is like, what, five foot six, I think, <laughs> seven. A funny fact about Tom Cruise, well, um, one of my friends was able to work with Tom Cruise, and he said the way they built the sets is to make Tom look taller. And oh. so the way their desk, the way they built their chairs, it makes it look like, and the way they place it, it's like, an uh, optical illusion where it makes Tom look taller. <laughs> the other people look a little bit shorter, but yeah, Tom Holland, not Tom Holland, Tom Cruise. Um, mm. Yeah, he's a he's a sh- another short actor. Yeah, but uh, but the, the thing about it, I think that you know, uh, this is a, a good time for actors who are not tall because um, it's it seems like to me um, in Hollywood right now most actors are are short um or you know not five foot ten or or above and sometimes you can be too tall to be an actor um so gorney weaver they would tell her she was too tall they should never be um considered for a role they told she was too tall to be considered for any roles yeah and so being too tall is, is is uh considered a bad thing but obviously she overcame that but she didn't accept that rejection. Yeah. Um, if you accept the rejection, then you're just setting your own self up for failure. You can't take that rejection. You got to brush it off and say, well, I'm, I'll, this is the dream I want. This is what I got to go do. And I'm going to find ways to move around it. And I'm going to reach my goal. I'm going to reach my dream. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way you got it. That's the way you got to um, definitely process it, you know, and not, you know, one thing that I have to, you know, whenever rejection happens to me, I always, uh, you know, it's a good book that I read some years ago by Gary Zukov called um, The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements is um, never take anything personally, you know, yeah. and it's always like, you know, anything happens like this, like, well, just don't take it personally because it's not about you anyway, you know. And nothing going to stop you from getting what you're supposed to have. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so that's the the key thing, you know. What's out that's out there for you has your name on it. So it's like it's waiting there for you. Exactly. Yeah, man. That's that's completely awesome. I think it's great that life has not necessarily always serve um, you the best, but your interpretation of how things are you look at it from a perspective of how it's going to going to make me a stronger person so i think that's pretty pretty brave yeah it it was one of the uh, bravest things i've ever done just going going into this industry um knowing that i'm short i mean i know there's other actors that are shorter than me like danny devito mm-hmm. um but just going into this industry knowing that I'm going to be the little guy most of the time on set, in which I am. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, um, just knowing that mm-hmm. competition out there, it's sometimes nerve-wracking, but I don't let that hinder me from auditioning. Mm-hmm. And plus, it can be a benefit because uh, sometimes I play characters that are 14 years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I'm 20 years old playing a 14-year-old. Um, there was this thing I just... I finished up in St. Louis playing um, a kid whose parents were getting divorced. 
And uh, yeah, I was able to play, uh, I think he was, he was either 14 or 15. He was 14, 15. And uh, yeah, I was able to book that thing because out of everybody who auditioned, I was the one who looked the character the most with yeah. my time. So yeah. it, endless possibilities and it's a great benefit. Sometimes. Yeah, it works out. It works out for you, you know? Yeah. Um, so what would be the best advice that you could give to someone who's interested in um, coming to this business and not sure if it's right a right fit for them or even if they still feel as though um, it's, the dream is too big? For years, I've used medicinal herbs because they are a great way to flush your kidneys and gallbladder, strengthen your immune system, de-stress your heart, and increase proper blood flow. Medicine Man Plant Co. is a Texas-based company that believes in using state-of-the-art best practices enforced by the FDA to ensure the best quality of herbs. Their herbs are blended from the world's best ancient plants and mushrooms proven effective across thousands of years. Medicine Man Plant Co. uses modern science to powder and compress easy-to-swallow herbal capsules. They are powerful, quality herbs that help you stay healthy. Try their Stone Breaker Pill if you want to flush your kidneys and gallbladder. The Blood Pressure Pill will help promote proper blood flow and circulation and also addresses high blood pressure. The Uric Acid Pill will keep your joints and extremities clean and pain-free. So go to www.medicinemanplantco.com to begin receiving herbal medicine like the liver pill, which will power up and protect your liver and detoxify your body, or even the immune pill that will defend your body and support and strengthen both your innate and active immune systems. Again, that's www.medicinemanplantco.com. I would say, well, first I would say, um, if it's your dream, nothing's too big. If you put in the effort, you can reach your goal and you can do it, you can achieve it. But uh, I would say coming into this industry, um, if you're if you're not if you don't take the word no or you don't take rejection really well, I would say first you need to get over that because that's mm -hmm. the is rejection. You're going to get rejected a lot, mm -hmm. and my them is learn how to accept the word no. Um, my second piece of advice is, um, like I said earlier in the interview, is uh, never stop working on your craft of acting. Always. Mm -hmm and try to become a better actor than you were yesterday yeah um, yeah my third piece my third and last piece of advice is you have have fun doing it i know mm. they're we try to reach their goal and they're just so focused on reaching it and they're not really having fun doing it yeah they just want to get there i would just say have fun doing it because in the long run, once you finally reach your goal and everything, you're like, okay, well, is this something that I really wish I would have done with my life because I'm not having fun doing it. All right. And so um, I would say, if yeah, have fun doing it. And if you find out that you can't have fun doing your dream, you don't enjoy doing what you want to do, then don't, don't be an actor if you don't enjoy doing <laughs> it. Right. 
I say go hopping, you know, and and I've been a you know a person who done this where I have my eye on a goal and and I'm struggling to get to it and it's a horrible experience and then ultimately what I discover is that the end goal is just as horrible. <laughs> yeah. You know. And it's like I I learned that you got to go hopping and skipping the way there because that lets you know that when you get there it's going to be something that you actually want. You know, exactly. when you're dragged and pulled, you're dragging and pulling yourself there. And then ultimately, that's a, I think, an indicator that once you get there, it's not going to be something that you may value. Exactly. And uh, um, going back to the intro, you were saying that um, that I wanted to be, a, um, I told you that I wanted to be a politician when I was uh, younger. Mm-hmm. And go in middle school, I was so focused on becoming a politician. And then when I started learning everything, when I started to learn, things about politics, I was just sitting in class like, this is not fun at all. This is boring. <laughs> I'm not having fun. And so, yeah, I realized early on that politics was not for me. It may be later on when I get older, I may consider, mm-hmm. but um, not now. No, I'm not. No, having no, no. I, I never uh, thought about being a politician. I don't know. I just always, I guess the household I was raised in, it was always deemed a bad thing, you know, you know, it's, I was like, oh, they're lying, <laughs> you know, so I never, ever uh, wanted, but I wanted to be, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a therapist. I wanted to be a, um, to be a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was like, like the more I strive to get in that field, the more difficult it became. Do I just say, you know what, if it's meant for me, it meant to be, then it'll happen. If not, then oh, well. But yeah. I look back on it now and I'm like, well, I think that is a good thing that it didn't happen because, you know, I think by this time, at, you know, age 44, I think that I would be at a place where I would be sort of not uh, find it as interesting anymore. You know, I enjoy having conversations with people and coaching people, but um, but it's different. You know, as a therapist, I think you are you sort of have to you you're have these sort of rules and regulations that you have to sort of meet and you have to do it a certain way and and um sometimes i think that the approach that therapy and I'm, therapy is great psychology is great nothing wrong with that please get therapy people if you need it <laughs> but <laughs> yes. but uh but as a third but as a person who's actually listening to people's problems all day long and that is your job i think that for me it would not been something that i would been at this age uh as as excited about uh, at least with coaching is more so i think it's a preamble to actually therapy a lot of a lot of a lot of times you know so sometimes it, life doesn't necessarily um, want you to do a certain thing because it's a reason why something behind it that says hey you know i got this other thing that i want you to do that um that's more beneficial to you exactly. so uh, i stopped judging it you know yeah. stop judging it and for you you saying hey maybe you know it'd be something maybe in the future but right now i'm having a lot of fun doing what i'm doing right now yeah i'm i'm living my best life right now it is <laughs> so much fun and i i yeah i never saw myself doing anything like this because i was mm-hmm. just in a small show i was always scared of getting rejected or people not want to talk to me and so mm-hmm. i say to myself but now mm-hmm. i'm like 
okay i get rejected people don't want to talk to me okay <laughs> oh fine man i got fine. my next gig i gotta go to yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. so where do you see yourself i know you said maybe in the future um you might re, you know reinvestigate or re-look into um you know a career in um in politics but in terms of your career in acting where do you see yourself or what do you want to be in this business in 10 years in 10 years ah, uh well hopefully i would have hopefully i would have booked something major uh with a major movie like um on my i do lots of tiktoks and uh if anybody out there tiktok uh, you can follow me on tiktok at uh the miles morales uh t-h-e-e-e miles morales and uh, i make a lot of miles morales spider-man content and so um, and i'll leave I, that down in the show description for everyone to click on thank you, thank you. so yeah uh in 10 years hopefully i see myself um portraying that character on marvel or uh sony entertainment i hope to be miles morales um on the big screen one day hopefully oh, somebody okay sees me and it's like hey that kid that guy can play uh miles morales let's give him a call so hopefully mm. 10 years from now i will be on the big screen uh, yeah right. yeah i'd be like i met that guy 10 years ago and i <laughs> interviewed him so yeah man i i wish you all the success in the world because you know you have a, a light about you you know one thing that i've uh, you know the, the second time that i've talked to you but each time i talk to you uh there's a light that um resonate from you and that's thank you so, that's so important to me um, especially when you're an actor and that's what you're supposed to do as an actor you suppose as an entertainer you're supposed to be the light in the room yeah um, and some people can cut it on and turn it off but when you actually have it all the time I think that's a, a, a great thing and and I think that's what ultimately a good director a good casting agent wants to um that's what they want to cast. That's what they want to bring to their project. Exactly. And uh, that's, and uh, we have, when casting directors, um, that's another reason why we have auditions and stuff, because casting directors want to see um, if you're just a joy to be around, if they can detect that light within you. And so mm -hmm. if they don't detect it, sometimes not going to put, not, not going to want to book you because they're going to say, that guy seems like he's mean or that guy seems like he's a stick in the mud or he's just dull. He's a dud. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're not going to want to book you, but if they detect that light, they're going to want to work with you and book you. And so having that light is really important. Yeah. And if they noticing the light of my, it makes me feel good that you can see that within me. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I look at your, your Instagram feed as well. And, um, and I go, oh, wow, you know, this is, you know, he, he definitely has a sense of humor about himself. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Uh, he's able to have fun. He's enjoying what he's doing. So that's the thing that, that I think is important, you know, and above all, when you say that you just, you enjoy the process, that's the key. Are you enjoying the process? It's great to have these great lofty goals, but if you're not enjoying the process, then it's for nothing, you know? But to hear you say, I'm enjoying this process of getting to my goal, I think that to me is the the greatest thing that anyone can 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 say, you know, or um, be doing, you know. So I say, man, kudos to you. I, I definitely 
um, see a bright future in your entertainment career. And really with that being said, anything you touch will turn to gold if you know that I must have joy in the process. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And another piece of advice I want to give to um, anybody who is considering not acting, but anything. Mm-hmm. Um, something that I come to realize is sometimes I get asked to do things for free for acting and I do it. And I would say if you're not willing to do it for free sometimes, then Mm -hmm. uh, maybe this is not your thing for you because Mm -hmm. really enjoy something with your, all your heart. You're going to, you don't, sometimes you won't care if Mm -hmm. you have, and I've done a lot of free things for people because Mm -hmm. that's just really enjoy doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing that, um, you know, and I've pretty much, that's the way it goes a lot of the times. And what I've discovered is sometimes when you do things for free for people, um, for the right person, I mean, some people, yeah. you know, they don't really understand the value, the value that you're bringing, even if you're not charging them for it. Mm-hmm. But um, for certain people who understand the value that you're bringing, um, it opens doors in other places, you exactly. know? Mm-hmm. And I do believe that you have to have a servant's heart anyway you know you have to have a servant's heart in anything that you do because when it becomes just about the money there's a piece of the joy that goes away once you start you know um when it's all about the money like i tell people all the time that you know when you're a sweet spot is when you're able to take your career and begin um, that thing that you love, that hobby that you love, and you can take that and make that your full-time career. Yeah. I think that's great, but some people will get worried about that because they're like, oh, you know, if I take my hobby and I make that my full-time career, then it becomes my, um, then, it, then I have to worry about, you know, the money aspect of it. And that's really a process thing that you have to go through where, yeah. You know, when you stop worrying about money and you start worrying about this, what I love to do and I'll be okay because this is something that I love. And uh, if I love it, then the the necessary components always show up. Right. Um, Right. But you had to go through that process to get to a place where it's not your focus isn't the money. The money will show up because you bring value to the situation. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So you have to sort of change, you know, that 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 sort of paradigm of thinking about, you know, um, uh, working for money. It's more like I bring value and the value that I bring brings money, <laughs> you know. So I'm glad that you already know that you already got that down that, you know, when I show up, I bring value. And because of the value that I bring, money must show up because people want me around. They want me there. Exactly. Yeah. Got it, man. You know, you're a master already. <laughs> I try to be. There's still a lot of work to do with my own self. I'm, I'm trying to work on myself every day, but thank yeah. you. It, it never stops, right? It never, never stops. But the stuff that you're saying is at this age, at, at 20, and you already understand those principles, you're willing your way. So imagine it. No, 10 years from now or 20 years from now and you already got those basic lessons down where most people have 
are in their fifties and still trying to understand those things, yeah. and you already understand it at at twenty, then um, you are definitely more equipped to handle more than a lot of people can handle. So yeah. that's a good thing. My mom, um, ever since I was a kid, she always called me just uh, an old soul. She was like, how do you, why why is your uh, mental state higher than other people? She said, dang, your mental state is higher than some of my friends. And mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. I don't know. Just Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I, people say I'm an old soul too. And I always say, oh, so is a hard-headed soul, you know, <laughs> because I always say that because uh, to be an old soul, it means that you've been through this many, many, many times, you know? And I say, yeah, I've been through this many, many times and and uh, I plan to get it right this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so I can stop coming back to his place and just go to the next place of resistance, right? Right. <laughs> So, um, so I, I, are there anything that you wanted to talk about before you go or anything you want to, um, you want to let us know about or any projects you want to mention before we, we go now? I actually, um, I'm sure, uh, you guys saw, I included his, uh, planet fitness cause you sent me that and I, I included that in the intro of the, of the episode. So if you get these, you've been watching the YouTube version of this. You saw the the uh, the commercial that he's in. Yeah, there's the uh, the Planet Fitness. There's also the uh, Q Collar commercial. Um, I think those were the two main ones that I really would enjoy uh, if they saw that. Mm -hmm. And then um, what else? I would just um, appreciate it if anybody followed me on my social medias. Um, Instagram is uh, Real Jordy um, R E A L Jordy J O R D E E. They're all together one together on um, on facebook is uh, jordan Dion stafford and uh twitter is real jordy as well and then uh tiktok is uh the miles morales so uh please if you want to keep up with me and see the things i'm doing please uh follow me on all of my social medias and uh there is one thing i also do want to say is uh i recently had this one audition for a big network that um, i'm not allowed to say who but uh this put it out in the atmosphere and uh whoever you worship whoever you um whoever whatever you do to worship and pray please pray for me that <laughs> okay I, that I, I, I will man i will i definitely put a prayer out there for you and, and hold you in the light Thank um, you. to expand the light that you already have and um and also i include those links to your social media in the show description so people can um also um like and subscribe and follow and comment and do all those things to you know create that community that um that i'm quite sure you're going to get and that you're building and, and you're definitely going to just expand so um you know and then hopefully you know you get that job man that dream job and yeah. you know hook a like hook a guy like like pull me up a little bit you know hook me up a little bit you know but um but yes man i i wish you all the look in the world and i'm glad that we had a chance to to talk man yeah thank you for having me on here i really appreciate it i enjoyed this conversation yeah likewise Life for the party, let's get it started. And the proof is in the pudding. Here's a break before the close here. Now everybody.
everybody in the party asking who that Turn around and tell them you that You been waiting all night just to hear your theme song It's the prissy girl out the baby, get your theme on Everybody in the party asking who that Turn around and tell them you that You been waiting all night just to hear your theme song It's the prissy girl out the baby, here's your theme song Break it down, break it down, break it down for all my